We're recording. Okay, cool. <laughs> All of us has trust issues yeah. at this point. What's up? How's it going? Hello. It's been a while. <laughs> That's well, it. Lots of listeners. Uh, hopefully, listen to. Our hopefully, last they episode. listen to this one week later. Yes. Um, hey, I have a joke for y'all. Okay. Um, it kind of goes along with the theme of uh, tonight's podcast. Okay. Um, so, uh, what do you get when you combine an elephant and a rhino? Elephino. Y'all have any like animal jokes? I heard a good one the other day. Um, what do you get when you cross a mad sheep with a mad cow? What? <laughs> <laughs> An animal that's in a bad mood. <laughs> she liked that one. She, that she, was good. She Don't ever that. get me to tell jokes. It's just a hot mess for everyone. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed like that you guys are all laughing. Yeah. Did you hear what happened in the oh, African village? Oh, no. Okay. There was uh, there was a just a, a slaughter of sheep. What do you call them? Plural sheep? A flock? I don't even know. A it's flock of sheep? A herd? A yeah. herd. Mm-hmm. Sheep eye? It was horrible. And uh, the, the reporter went out to investigate. They all like fell off a cliff. I guess mm. sheep follow uh, the, the head sheep or something. And mm. The head sheep fell off a cliff and one right after another. And here you guys are laughing about sheep jokes and anyway they invested the investigated and interviewed the chief of this tribe and he said uh you know it was a sad day and after translation they he said uh, you think after the first sheep falls and the second and third eventually one of them would turn to their neighbor and say hey this is a bad idea <laughs> Uh, <laughs> minus 17 points. I'm already that. starting off at a positive here. Oh my here. gosh. All right. Oh my Let God. Go. The build up there. Let's do it. Y'all ready? Yeah. Cool. Go. <laughs> Let's do it. Welcome to Untold, the podcast where we tell untold stories of history. In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best story you've probably never heard before. Join us as we uncover new stories each week together. This is Untold. All right. What's up, y'all? Good job. Thanks, man. Uh, Well, welcome to week four. Um, I'm your host tonight, Grant Yeager. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Grace Outlaw. What's up? And Shelby Barker. Hola. Como estas? Good deal. Well, tonight we are going to be uh, talking about a, uh, a topic that I have uh, picked beforehand and um, told them. Uh, but just kind of to get the ball rolling, I wanted to ask you all a question that's kind of been floating around. I don't know if you all have heard this, um, but because our theme tonight is about um, hit animals and history. Wait, um, that's... That's the theme? Yeah. That is not the story. <laughs> oh, well, good luck. This is going to be a roller coaster then. Point to me. All mm-hmm. right. Point Grace. Um, no. Uh, so, yeah, to, um, tonight I just had kind of a little uh, 
little warm-up uh, question. Just kind of wanted to pick y'all's brain and see what y'all would say about this. So the question is, um, if you could be given a billion dollars, billion with a B, right? Okay. But you know that at one point, at some point in your life, you're going to be attacked by a gorilla, right? And you won't be killed, but you will be attacked by a gorilla. Would you take the billion dollars? The billion dollars is being given to you today. Would you still take it? Yes. Okay. Why? Uh, I can afford a security team at that point, and good luck, gorilla. Have fun. Okay, but the gorilla will attack you, and you will get in a fight with this gorilla. Like, you will not die, but you will be injured in some way. I will have a security team and a, a weapon <laughs> to defend it. myself. You will still be injured. That's fine. It's a gorilla. I will take the uh, And you just killed back. seven security guards in your little story. No, no. I will, look, a billion dollars? Mm-hmm. Billion with the B with inflation. You that's could really do not that you much. could do so much but, with a billion dollars. You could change the world. But, I I would absolutely yes. Okay, so two things are absolutely true. So the gorilla is going to hurt you, but you also get a billion dollars. Like it's going to hurt you. So okay, but like a broken be, hand. You could be paralyzed for the rest of your life. You know, waist down. You could be. You know, it could snap your arm off. It could rip out your hair. It could punch your head and you can have a huge concussion. I have a full-time security team. I don't think it would hurt me that bad. You are going to get hurt. I don't think she understands. No, I understand the question. You asked the question. I said I will take the billion dollars. Physically fight a gorilla one day. I will curl up in a ball and let my security team handle it. That's good. Okay. All right. Well, what would y'all do? Is that the normal response? I don't know. Yeah, I would definitely do that. You would do it? Okay, I'm glad I'm not the crazy one over here. All right, so Shelby, why? Um, Well, because it's not going to kill me. So whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger. So if you're paralyzed for the rest of life, I guess, okay, my thinking is I am on the fence. I think I would do it, but I feel like if I got hurt, I would have a billion dollars. So I could just, you know, pay the doctors to the you know, with this reconstruction surgery. Why did this make sense when y'all said it, but not when I said it? Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, because because I can't pay people to protect me. Like I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get hurt. You are going to get hurt. Shelby would get hurt briefly. I've got a security <laughs> team of people ready it's to take this gorilla out. Gorilla. <laughs> I understand that. I have a security team of people that I am paying to stop this gorilla. This reminds me. One time my mom was at the zoo with her work, <laughs> and she was with her boss who was in a wheelchair, um, not attacked by a silverback gorilla prior to this. She just happened to be in a wheelchair, a little older lady, and my mom was in the glass-encaged gorilla aquarium. And <laughs> I don't think those are the right words. Wait, your mom go was ahead. in there with the gorilla? Well, no, she was in the glass window viewing room. She was outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And the uh, gorilla came up. It was just her, my mom's boss and her standing in this glass room together. And this gorilla came up and picked up a rock and ran straight at the window and <laughs> slammed it on the window as hard as he could. Oh my, my mom gosh. ran out and left her boss <laughs> inside this. As she should. As she said. Sure. So her boss was in a wheelchair, you said? Yes. So what did her boss get in a fight with a gorilla before? Yeah, that's or? what I'm saying. No prior gorilla incidents for mm. her boss. Yeah, no. Mm. But I could see how that would make sense considering the gorilla's straight anger. 
towards mm. this lady. I could see that. Maybe he had never seen a wheelchair before. <laughs> What's that law for people that are in wheelchairs and stuff? I, there's a law it, for people. Uh, which, what does the law say? Well, what? like, so for people to, like, you have to have ac- accessible. Oh, wheelchair accessibility yeah. everywhere? Isn't there a law? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there is. It depends on the state, I I'm had sure. a joke, but what about it's ruined it? now. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't what? Know what the joke was. Okay. I'm All right, yeah. Good. So moving on to the uh, next thing. So, yeah. So, yeah, tonight's um, topic, like I said, I is... I don't know if we've explained the rules yet. Oh, do we have to every podcast? I mean, we just got I mean, to at least say a sentence. This is the fourth podcast. I think my I grandma, think that... this is the first time she's oh, figured out how to okay. get to work. All right. Hi, well, Grandma all right. If you're just joining us uh, in the fourth episode, uh, this is how it works. So, uh, Grace and Shelby tonight have a story they're going to present to me, and I have given them a topic beforehand. Um, and each week, we tell a story about um, something in history that maybe not a lot of people know about, um, that maybe is kind of some hidden history. Um, that maybe not a lot of people have heard of before. So they are going to compete to tell me a story that they have uh, they found beforehand, and uh, they're going to compete to tell the best story. And I will award points. And uh, throughout the episode, if you hear this little sound, that means I have given them a point. Um, so yeah. So cool. Um, and the way to go first is you have to give me a um, title, your title, a creative title, and whoever gets uh, has the most creative title that is most intriguing to me, uh, I'll let you go first. So, uh, Grace, ladies first, uh, let's let's hear your title. The Bear Soldier. Dang. The Bear Soldier. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Shelby, what about you? Uh, F and three. F and three. Or F cubed. F, F, F to the third can you, power. Okay. Yeah. Can, can you, you know, uh, being a former pastor, I always look for alliterations oh, in my title. Every time. So this is FN3, which is uh, happens to stand for Friendly Forest Fire. Hmm. FN3. What is the N? What's the N part? Well, it's just like the little thing. To the power. Oh, oh yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. F, F cubed. All yeah, right. I'm F- short and down for the streets. F and three. I thought you were like saying F and like, you know. That's why I said it. I was trying thing. to walk the line. Oh. We're PG-13. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, well, I like bears and I like soldiers. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Grace for That's this good. one. So. Save the best for last. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You, so uh, you think that? Yep. Well, when you're ready, Grace, uh, take it away. All right. Cool. So um, I have a story, and here's the thing: when we first started this podcast, I always assumed I would try to gravitate towards uh, medieval or ancient history, and I keep finding myself drawn back to World War II because uh, I'm imagining there is a lot more evidence for these stories, and there's a lot more. Um, you know, it's a lot more recent. You've got a lot more history there. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so anyway, my story takes place in World War II, and it is about a Syrian brown bear called Wojtek. Mm. Um, so uh, if we want to rewind all the way back to the beginning of World War II in September 1939, the Soviet Union invaded Poland. 
because they're a-holes and apparently that's what they do. Um, they basically declared that Poland was not a state and uh, they weren't going to recognize it, whatever. Um, Sounds very similar to something we're going through. With? Ukraine. N- yeah, exactly. History repeats itself. Uh, mm. um, Point for relativity. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Um, so they deported, um, over 300,000 Polish citizens to the Soviet Union and, um, basically said, we're going to ignore the fact that this is a state, doesn't exist, whatever. Um, the allies, uh, obviously disagree with that. So the Polish government proceeded to operate out of Britain. Um, so a couple years passed, July, 1941, pressure from the British caused them to reestablish the Polish-Soviet relations, um, and as a result, they re- released tens of thousands of Polish POWs. And um, for I, I don't understand how this works, but the POWs were allowed to form an army. Um, so there was like the Polish force of the east, and there was a Polish force of the west. Okay. And um, so yeah, Europe is divided. Uh, you have Western Europe and Eastern Europe, and and the Soviet Union. Uh, clashing during World War II. And uh, so all these Polish citizens are living in Russia and they're all of a sudden allowed to form an army Mm -hmm. and they're deported uh, basically to Iran. So um, they are now under British command in in the Middle East and um, they've been uh, exiled with a bunch of POW citizens, that kind of thing. Um, and they're at this train station, and they come across this Iranian boy who had a bear cub. <laughs> and uh, one of the citizens, who is 18, year, 18 years old, her name's Irina. She was the great niece of an admiral, or a general, excuse me. And, like, obviously, at that point, you get what you want, right? And she's like, oh, my God, I need this bear cub. So... <laughs> Who doesn't need a bear cub, Exactly. Right? I mean, hey, if I was 18 years old, I was the niece of someone important, and I could convince someone to buy me a pet while I was abroad as a POW, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's happening. So she convinced um, one of the officers to buy this bear cub from the Iranian boy, and this poor bear cub had been orphaned. His mom had been shot by hunters, because, mm. you know, humans are a-holes. So... so this bear um gets brought into this refugee camp where he stays with Irina for uh, a couple months he's growing up and i mean like little baby bear cub he's teeny tiny did they name Um, the bear they did we're not not quite yet um so he's a syrian brown bear which as far as bears go is actually pretty small the maximum weight they get is like 500 pounds um you could take them yeah, I'm, I'm at least half that, right? <laughs> so, yeah, this cute little brown bear cub is living in this uh, refugee camp of Polish POWs. And um, after a few months, they uh, come under the, the, the bear comes under the care of the second transport company. And they finally give him a name. His name is Wojtek. Which means a uh, uh, happy warrior or smiling warrior. They're at war, so I guess they think that Dang, that's... what a good name for a bear. Exactly, Wojtek. Smiling warrior. It's honestly, it's still a Slavic name today, so 
Mm. Yay for this bear making. People name their kids that. I guess. I I so true story. I actually know somebody named Voita, um, <laughs> and I don't know if that's like a you know variation of that name, but I'm sure it is spelled V O J T A or something like that, right? Is um, that how you spell it? So Voita? like the actual spelling is W O J. T-E-K, but it's pronounced Wojtek. Okay. And okay. I imagine there's a, yeah. a Slavic... There's a thousand ways to... Yeah. yeah I, I'm not a Slavic... There's only one cool. the right way. Yeah, right. Yes. So this bear's name. That's the right That's way, right. right? Yeah. So um, now the uh, second transport company has this bear in their possession, like bear cub in their possession, and uh, they're in the Middle East. They're just chilling after a certain amount of time of being not in their home country and uh you have a bear for entertainment so of course they teach him to do all the things uh this bear drinks coffee oh my gosh uh he it's hard to do without thumbs (laughs) (laughs) well so he started out like uh drinking obviously like condensed milk and honey and fruits and things like that but yeah he he graduated to drinking coffee um he would sleep with the soldiers. He would what? eat cigarettes. <laughs> no. Well, no, I don't. Okay, I don't. that escalated. Listen, but, Shelby and I, our mind are gonna, is going to okay. go back. It's a little baby bear. Come I know, on now. I know. They're just lonely men. <laughs> so, uh, like, it's a baby bear cub who didn't get to grow up with his mama, so he's imitating all of the things that he sees the soldiers do. Dude. So he would drink beer, he would drink coffee, Heck he would yeah. eat cigarettes trying to, mm. like, smoke them yeah. with the soldiers or whatever. Yeah. Um, badass. <laughs> I had a dog that used to eat my dad's cigarettes, and it's highly addictive, come to find out that it's still got the nicotine. Maybe we should try it and just eat mm. cigarettes. Oh, God. No? Okay. Yeah, all right. Well. Probably frowned upon. Yeah. Um, he would, uh, try to copy the soldiers and like march on his hind legs. Oh. So like if he saw the soldiers marching, he'd Dude. like rear up and try and march on I his like hind legs. Guy. Yeah. Voltec. Cute little bear. Voltec. Yes. So, uh, the, the soldiers like to wrestle with him. Like they, like imagine just like you have been a Dude. POW for years and you okay. are all of a sudden you've got this cool, fun, basically a puppy, but in bear form. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I hope that one day Ashley lets me uh, adopt a bear cub. I think that would be a sweet. Have you ever pet. seen Mighty Joe Young? <laughs> <laughs> that's gorillas. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's gorillas. That's bears are different. Have you heard about that guy though that lived with bears and then one day they ate him? Yeah, um, another would, reason. Yeah. That's I'm kind of hoping this is where the story's going. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not. This is the best story. Yeah. Um. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, Wojtek became the unofficial mascot. He traveled with his company through Iraq, Syria, Palestine, mm. Egypt. Um, Those are hot places for a brown well, bear. Well, so mm-hmm. Syrian brown bears are from the Middle East. That's like where they're from. Oh, um, that's where you got the name. <laughs> yeah, <in> Syria. <laughs> um, so he learned how to break into like their communal showers and turn the water on and what? drink the water. <laughs> Dude. Which is a problem when bears you're trying. Bears got to do what a bear's well, got to do. Well, like when you're yeah. rationing water Uh, and stuff in camps it it was kind of a problem um so anyway these polish have been uh they've been kicked out of their homes they've been brought the soviet union they've been put in the middle east and uh now the polish second corps was reassigned to fight alongside the british in the italian campaign so um obviously the british are like you 
<laughs> we're going to transport you from the Middle East to Italy so you can find this war. And um, talking about the bear, right? No, 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 the people. Okay. But uh, <laughs> hey bear, we're obviously, pets and mascots are not allowed on board the British transport ships. So, mm-hmm. what do they do? Um, the only thing they can think to do, and they enlist the bear in the army. Oh my god, that's good. They sign him up. Yes, and he becomes Private Voitech. Oh my gosh! Wait, wait, wait! Please tell me that they gave him his own little uniform. And a gun and a little hat. <laughs> I'm just picturing it now. And a little bicycle. Oh, my god! So as far as I don't know, he didn't have a uniform. But Private he, Vortec. Um, Vortec. Private Voitech. He has his own serial number. Oh, my gosh. He has his own paybook. <laughs> he has a rank. Um, and he is listed on the British transport ship as part of the yes. um, Polish Two Corps. So he they they arrive in Italy and the British. Um, <laughs> it's so funny to me that this is the solution. It's just, you didn't have the internet back then. You could just enlist them, and it wasn't a problem. <laughs> um, so one of the British officers, Archibald Brown, sounds uh, like a very British is name. Very British name, Archibald Brown. Archibald. Um, so he's welcoming these Polish troops to the Italian shores and he's going through the ranks and he's like welcoming every single private, every single soldier. He's talking to them and he's like, why have I not met private Vortek? Oh my gosh. And so he finally like lines up the whole company and he's like, private Vortek. And no one answers. (laughs) and uh he's like why why isn't he here where is this man and they're like oh well he only only understands polish oh <laughs> yes and then they bring out a brown bear oh my god um and he's like you know what i'm i'm cool with it i'll i'll take it That's what fine. else are you gonna do you gonna <laughs> eat yeah, it yeah I mean, right? what, you gonna send off in the woods by yeah. itself we yeah <laughs> you gonna talk against a bear yeah so they were totally he was totally fine with the brown bear I'm being surprised i didn't give him a higher rank private oh no don't worry we're getting there good mm. um so the battle of uh monte casino which he drove the tank <laughs> not quite i really want to see this bear go far listen there are pictures of this bear uh wrestling the the troops and oh, carrying yeah. yeah so it's it's great anyway so uh the battle of monte casino which was uh it was months long but uh, it was a series of like four different battles um and it was basically the allies push to break through the italian front to rome um, so in the fourth and final battle, so we're looking at like May 1944. At this point, uh, Wojtek is uh, two, three years old. How old is that in bear years? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they lived like 25, Dang. maybe. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, the Allies are attempting to break through to Rome. Um, and Wojtek is in this Polish company that is a part of this battle. And... Um, the best part is he just knows to imitate the soldiers. So the soldiers are carrying these like ammo crates to the front lines, and this bear is picking up crates Dude. and mortar shells Dang. and just walking them back and forth. Well, he's earning his keep. You exactly. Know? I mean, he's he's private, pulling his weight. Private Wojtek knows what's up. So he's yeah. carrying these uh, crates <laughs> to the front lines. He's carrying mortar shells to the front lines. Oh, my gosh. Um, and there are a couple different accounts of this. So there's like a British uh, veteran's account who was like, no, he's legitimately carrying 
crates of ammo to the front lines. I don't know how they trained this bear to do this. <laughs> and then there was one of his handlers that was like, look, he was kind of, he was winging it. He was carrying some ammo, but he was also carrying some empty crates. He's basically just walking around trying to imitate what he sees, which is probably more likely right. if we're being honest. But still, it was adorable that this bear, <laughs> two-year-old bear is like, oh, oh I gosh. see you working hard. All right. No, I got you. And also, could you imagine being on the opposite side and there is a bear yeah. on the front yeah. lines? That's either a bear or a really hairy man over there. That's how we want. And they're carrying <laughs> the ammo. They've got bears carrying ammo. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, obviously the allies won world war two ends. Um, so the Polish and Wojtek are, uh, basically extradited to, um, the UK where they're in Scotland, they're at Edinburgh. And, uh, while everybody's figuring everything out, um, the company that he was a part of changed their emblem to a bear carrying a mortar shell, which mm. is adorable. Like that is so historical. Cool. I want that flag. It's a oh, it's amazing. I'll pull it up for that you. It's is so awesome. Cool. Um, so this was 1944. It, by 1946, um, he was in Scotland uh, with about 3,000 other Polish soldiers, and. Um, there was a lot of debate over what to do with him because obviously the Polish wanted him back in Poland. Yeah, but he's retired now. What do you do being, with a retired Being bear? in Eastern Europe and there was still a strong Soviet influence, they were really worried that that was going to become like a symbol of communism mm. and that the Soviets were basically going to take advantage of that. Uh, so ultimately they decided it was best for him to stay in the UK. So he lived out his life in the Edinburgh Zoo. Dude. Um, he lived to the ripe old age of 22 and died in 1963 from, um, it's not confirmed, but he was having some esophagus trouble, okay. which was maybe attributed to the fact that he was eating so many <laughs> cigarettes uh, yeah. during World War II. He might have had throat cancer. <laughs> But um, anyway, so yeah, that is Wojtek the bear, uh, oh the gosh. warrior bear who fought in World War II. Um, yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> Dang. pretty cool story. I really wanted to be able to tell a story about a horse or a dog, and there are plenty of those. Mm -hmm. I honestly, I think this should be a series because there's no shortage of amazing oh, animals yeah. in history. But I heard this one, and I was like, I've got to tell the story because it's so great. For I like those that. who don't know, Grant loves bears. Would that uh -huh. be your favorite animal? Uh, yeah, it's, it's up there. Dang. It's up there. Um, right next to a, uh, bald eagle. Because America. <laughs> just... <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> uh, no, no, that was a great story. Um, Thank you. You know, I know I only, like, in that, I only gave you one point, but there's some secret points there. It's going to be hard to beat. Shelby, <laughs> I hope you know that. Okay. Um, because that was amazing. What's I've, the point total? What? What's the point? Tyler? I am not going to tell you to okay. the end. Um, he only clicked it once. So. Yeah. <laughs> one point. I, it, His it, favorite animal. I got one point. You know, it's it, it depends on how well you do okay. uh, this time. I loved, uh, what, is it World War Two? You yeah. said? World I, War Two. That's how much I was listening. Yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I love World War Two. Love uh, anything with the war. Um, so. You are uh, doing good in my book, Grace. All right, um, thank you. Hoping Shelby can pull it out here, but we'll see. He's already hoping for me. All right, Shelby, so. could your animal be by animal? Uh, you'll see. Cool. <laughs> okay. Wait, at the end, we're going to see if your animal would win in a fight um, between this animal. Let's like, do it. Like a physical fight. Okay. Um, like you versus that silverback gorilla. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> 
So, um, so your title is FN3, you said. FN3, Friendly FN3. Forest Fire. Friendly Forest Fire. Sit back okay. and let me tell you a tale right. of just, Friendly Forest Fire. Let me just fire. get comfortable here. Do you hear the crackling of the fire? I hope not, otherwise we need to evacuate. <laughs> All right, so she talked about World War II. I'm going to talk about the OG World War One. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And World War One, just to give you a little refresher, we'll we'll do it from the five thousand mile and the air perspective first mm-hmm. off. I do World like War, airplanes. Yes, thank you. World War One had two <laughs> sides. The one side was the bad guys, if you will, Germany, Austria, Hungary, Bulgaria, and the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> That's called the Central Powers. The what and empire? The Ottoman Empire. Ottoman. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then they fought the good guys, which was Great Britain, France, Russia, Italy, Romania, Canada, Japan, and the U.S. It's amazing Woo-hoo. how the winners of history <laughs> rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there. I barely know what was fought over, but I know it happened, and I know we were on the good side. You mean you weren't there? <laughs> yeah. You didn't. You weren't born yet? Nope. Oh, okay. uh, so World War One. I, I don't know if you know this, 16 million people died in World War I. I did know that. That's insane. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I didn't know. I don't... 16 I million, know. you 16 said? million Jeez. people, yeah. Okay. It was a tough one. Yeah. There was trench warfare. It was mm. a new tactic. You mm. guys have seen Saving Private Ryan. I've actually not seen I think that's, that's what movie. That, I think that's World War II. It is. It is World War II. Okay. But I'm talking about the trenches. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they dig down... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, off to a great it was start. insane. Not, uh, maybe I'm thinking, what's that one where the, it was uh, shot continuously? Oh, that's 1917. But I was thinking of it, was thinking an older about. movie that you probably haven't seen, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. That is a great movie. Okay, never seen it. So okay. it's, it's about World War One. Was that point worthy or not? Uh, for what? World War One. World War One. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Sure. Go oh, ahead. Sweet. Okay. Thank There's you. A pity point for you, Grace. You have to remind me. That's a pretty bad memory. Okay. Um. <laughs> So we're going to zoom into World War One here, okay? And we are going to France. Think of France. You guys ever been to France? Je parle français. Okay, and we're I going have. to a four. Have you? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't. It was overrated. <gasps> you watch your mouth. No, it was overrated. I've heard no. that. No. Hey, it was. I did a foreign exchange there. I love France. There was a tower. That was about it. Okay. You seen a tower? You seen a tower? I ate a crepe. I saw a tower. I left. Go on Flight Simulator and you see the tower all day. About it. Je suis désolé. That negative four points. No. <laughs> Look, I love France. Okay, right. so uh, we're in France. So think about France. The tower, I don't know when the tower is built, but in my mind, it wasn't there yet. Okay. Um, and we're going, especially in this area, because we're going to the Argonne Forest. Okay. If you know French, maybe it's said differently, but I'm going to say Argonne Forest. How is it pronounced, Grace? We're... Look, I, to our European listeners, I apologize. <laughs> oh, we've reached <laughs> that far. We've oh, reached God. that far into Europe um, already. Okay, How- so we're in this forest, right? And in the forest, the Germans, they held a significant piece of land on, let's say, the north end of the forest. I don't know if that's the direction, but we're going to say the north end, right? Okay. So the Germans hold that piece of land, and then there are three units below. So... You think about north, the Germans hold it. They have the most soldiers up there. On the south, you have on the south you've got America, uh, and then on the east you have America, and mm-hmm. then on the west you have uh, France. Okay, so you've got Germans up north versus three allies, which is France, 
America and America. Mm. Okay. So the Middle American Platoon. It's making a lot of sense. The Middle American Platoon is supposed to be heading, heading up the charge. Okay. They're going to go in towards the Germans. On their way into this thick forest, both of the wings of this middle battalion get stuck. But there's no communication. So they don't know they get stuck. And they continue to press forward. Mm. Well, now they've lost their wings, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're pushing forward, you lose their wings. You're the Germans. What are you going to do? Do you just attack them straight on? Or now you can go around them and flank them. Yeah, you can flank them. Yeah, so that's what they do. They flank them and surround them into this forest. Okay. Some people know this group called the Lost Battalion. That's what they're known as. There was 550 men that marched in. And all of a sudden, they look up, and they find themselves surrounded by the Germans. They were surrounded by the Germans for six days. Whenever you're surrounded by the Germans, that means they lost food. Hmm. Uh, in order to get water, they had to crawl on their stomachs because there's gunfire all around them. Yeah. Uh, to a stream. Um, ammunition ran low. To make matters worse, the Americans knew they were in there because this is an American battalion, and they were trying to get in. And so they would try to get in and people would die coming in. They would try to get them food and drop care packages over, but they didn't know where they were in the forest, and so they would just end up in Germans' oh, man. arms. So they were help, helping Germany the entire time. Jeez. Um, every time they would send a messenger in, the messenger would get caught or killed. Yeah, They were just surrounded by Germans, right? And right. so it looked like all was lost. By the end of it, where we pick up the story, 550 men went in, uh-huh. only 190 remain. Whew. Okay? So they are surrounded. They have no no way to get out. So uh, they start to send runners to send messages. Again, they're getting kidnapped or not kidnapped. They're getting uh, prisoner of war caught. Yeah. They're getting killed. All that stuff. <laughs> prisoner. Of war. I like how you turn POW into a verb. <laughs> prisoner of war. They start to send pigeons. To carry messages, right? Okay. Oh, is this where the animals come in? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> the uh, first pigeon that came in uh, had a message that said, many wounded cannot evacuate, but it was shot down by mm-hmm. the Germans. Mm. A second pigeon was carried in, or sent out say, with a message that said, men are suffering, can support be sent? Dang. That pigeon was shot down. So all these pigeons are going up. Oh, point for the, uh, for the spot on... <laughs> Um, I can't think of the word. But impersonation. Impersonation of a uh, pigeon. pigeon. Thank you. There you go. So they're getting these pigeons are just dying one after you another. Can do that. Thanks, Good job, man. One after another uh-huh. until Sherami was dispatched. Sherami. I'm sorry, what? Sherami. That's the name of the pigeon. You don't know Sherami? Sherami. <laughs> what you S- know about Sherami? I'm sorry. C H E R space A M I. Sherami. Oh, Sherami. Oh my gosh. There you go. <laughs> Dear so, friend. Come on, guys. So <laughs> they took a message and wrote Sherhami. it and put it on the pigeon's right leg, which okay. is where the canister was. Okay. And this is the message. I love this. Oh, by the way, I need to say this. Yeah. Okay, you're America, so you're trying to get in stuff and nothing's coming in. They don't know where they are. They're in this dense forest. So America starts sending, not only are the care packages getting picked up by the Germans, They start sending bombardments, trying to kill the Germans over the top. The problem is they didn't know where the Americans were, and they were dropping missiles on their own people. Oh, my gosh. So these are Americans killing Americans because they don't know where it is, right? Come on. So they finally sent out this this shout-out-of-me pigeon. (laughs) Lumiere. 
pigeon, uh, and this pigeon had a message on it. I love this message. It said, our own artillery is dropping a barrage directly on us. For Jeez. heaven's sake, stop it. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> For heaven's sake, stop it. So, Cherami, as it's flying, remember all these other pigeons have been shot. Cherami yeah. said, Good God, please stop. <laughs> so, hey. it's flying back home. Yeah. The Germans see this pigeon. They shoot at it. They take part of its wing, they shot part of its wing off yeah. and its leg, and it continued to fly <laughs> through <laughs> the fire. Hell yeah. It was very, it was the OG. Uh, Top Gun. I mean, it yeah. was it was Maverick all the way. He's just, he's just doing flip shit on me. <laughs> it was the bird version of Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Dang. So okay. in the end, he was shot through the breast, blinded in one eye, and Dude. had uh, only one leg hanging. What the other were they one was shooting him with? Twenty two. I don't know. Hell yeah. So why were it they shooting with a shotgun? It delivered the message, which helped. Which made America realize, oh, we should probably stop sending artillery into our own people because they're mm-hmm. getting killed. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. So he saved one people. The 77th Infantry, the medics that were there, yeah. just tried to save the bird. And Dude. they did CPR on it. I don't know what they did. <laughs> no, no, no. Go back. Did they really do CPR so When he recovered enough to travel, the now one-legged <laughs> bird was put on a boat to the United States with General. So they put him on the boat with the General. Yeah. See, see him off. Eventually, he, he landed. Uh, I think he died in New Jersey, I think. I don't see that here. But, yeah, he eventually died from the wounds. He's now in the Smithsonian stuffed. What? I have a picture if you what? want to see yes, our boy. Please. Uh, yes, please. Uh, so this Grace, is while he's looking me. that up, you want to look up that bear? I got the bear, too. Here. Oh, you got the oh, bear? Okay, All good. right. So here's shout out me. This has got Heck one yeah. leg. He's like a pirate. He looks like a pigeon. Yep. Okay. Um, Dude, he's what? got creepy red eyes. But so they've <laughs> awarded Cherami all these different awards in yeah. different countries because he helped France. He helped oh World War One. Yeah. He also in 2019 became one of the first winners of the Animals and War and Peace Medal of Bravery. So yeah. he's a medal winner. Um, and then uh, so he, he helped save the day. My, my favorite story about this, or my favorite part of the story, is that he continued to fly as his leg got shot off yeah. he became blinded the gun shot him through the breast right. and he continued to fly to can bring... i can i just say what else was he supposed to do i would have given up <laughs> just like so many of his comrades gave up before i him. mean if you're shooting at me i'm yeah. gonna try to get out of there regardless yeah. but there's just the kept bear, flying the straight dang yeah. so we got a picture of the bear cute. the bear is sitting oh. while a soldier is looks like has some piece of food and the bear is praying before he eats would you say that's a appropriate know. that's mm. that's what sure, it looks, it looks like, like he's me. saying give me food that's please what it looks like to me i just want but you know what food. i don't see on that bear compare what i see on that pigeon uh-huh a wound from battle. Mm. I mean, he fought on the front lines and carried shells to the front, which I think was probably more helpful Listen, than the getting pigeon went his beyond the front off. lines into the enemy territory. Dang. Grant, it's all yours, man. <laughs> oh, okay. You done? I'm done. All right. Well, good deal. Well, uh, I loved both of those stories. Honestly, I thought, you know, after hearing a bear, like it's a shoe in that a freaking bear uh, trained by the Syrians. No, the Polish. Yeah, I thought, no way. Shelby came in with a cool pigeon story. Have you ever seen the pigeon Will Smith movie? <laughs> okay, listen, we're talking... <laughs> no, are you trying to help your cause? Are you trying... Surprisingly really good. We're yeah. talking about a bear yeah. versus a pigeon. I feel yeah. like this should be a... 
The pigeon survived gunshots. No, he didn't. He, he died in New Jersey. Well, he he didn't survive. <laughs> he was a uh, wounded soldier. <laughs> He's there. stuffed in New Jersey now. Purple oh, heart. Well, I, uh, you know, before I announce the winner, I would like to say before this, I said uh, Grace's animal is going to face off against <laughs> Shelby's animal. I, I think the bear would win. Um, How's the bear going to catch it? It's flying I mean, away. You know, I'm bear. just saying, the pigeon's not gonna win. So you have to fight each other. You can't just fly. Yeah, away. you have to fight each other. Just like you have to fight that gorilla. Mm, he would hire <laughs> a security guard around. Yeah, him. yeah. The pigeon would hire <laughs> security. So, hey, uh, no. So since you know, I uh, love the whole idea of uh, the the whole bear going into uh, war and sneaking. Uh, they they snuck this freaking bear. Uh, you know, on a train to do it. I'm going to have to give this one to Grace. Wow. Yes. Um, she just, you know, that, that story. I think it also, also another point. I don't that think that I'd bear like, was on our side. Do what? I don't think it was on our side in the war. Yes, he was. I don't know. He, <laughs> he fought under British command oh, yeah, in the Polish I do, army. I do remember that part. Yeah. There we go. Way to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have to give this one to Grace. Um, whoop, whoop. I just, you know, I love the idea. Like, it's it's a much harder to uh, train a bear than I think it is to train a to pigeon. To train a pigeon to go into a Dude, battle? They do that, that. They No, they just go home on instinct. That's... Come on. That was a... <laughs> honestly, though, what I'm saying is that was a close call because that was a badass pigeon, apparently, who just, you know... Kept flying. Because he has a French name. Uh, What was his name again? Cherami. Cherami. What is it, Grace? Cherami. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. The one time you didn't use your French name. Cherami. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, Grace, do you have a a victory speech or anything? Uh, Not really. Thank you, Wojtek, for being. She's surprised that she won. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm just proud of Wojtek for being a great contributing. Factor to the Allies during versus or, or during World War Two, yay! Um, no, I don't really have a speech. Prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I put you on the spot? There? Yeah, I yeah. don't like being put yeah, on yeah. the spot. So uh, Shelby, you have anything to yeah, add? I'll about it. I mean, I think that um, we got robbed once again. World War Two <laughs> uh, gets more attention than World War One. Yeah, well. I told you, I want to, I want to focus on like ancient about. or medieval history, not World War Two. But that, mm. that seemed too good. Sixteen to pass million. Up. I like how both of y'all picked a World War. I think that was cool. That was. I think for animals, it's probably just it's easier to do more recent history because I feel like in. Uh, I don't know, ancient like Egypt Cleopatra's or Cleopatra's cat. Yeah, they're not going to be writing on tablets, stone tablets about that. You know, I like had it's going to be a cat one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop. Where no, do you I think like the that. pyramids came from? My kitty cat drew with his little paw. <laughs> Stop. Someone cut him off. What's turn, happening? Turn, okay. Turn his mic off. All right. And, uh,. Good deal. Well, thank you all for joining us uh, for episode four of Untold, the podcast. Uh, we will uh, see you all next week uh, where Grace is going to be hosting. And it uh, should be a fun time. So uh, in the meantime, I'm Grant Yeager. I'm Grace Outlaw. I'm Shelby Barker. And we'll see you all later. Peace out. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Grant. Real quick. We wanted to say thanks for listening to the Untold Podcast. We really appreciate your support, and it means a lot to us. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and let your friends know about us. 
If you have any questions or story ideas, be sure to send us a message on Instagram or TikTok at Untold the Podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.